2: Welcome to the OEO podcast presented by Big Banter. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter or now known as X. And uh, you're not going to be able to follow me there much longer because I'm about done with that. It's at Braggly, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can follow him on X as well. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubitch D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? We are. Not doing it. No. Insane. You guys are obnoxious. Speaking of, yeah, the obnoxious voice in the background, the one that did scream it, the guy that's fans of everybody, apparently, uh, is our producer, Seth. If you haven't already done it, guys, seriously, he is—he's he's, he's going to be the first one to jump ship off of X. Block him. So that's A Top Five. S E T A H five. Just get the joy of blocking him before his account is gone, or he just stops Xing. What are we gonna call it now?
0: Hey, being on X meant something a whole lot different when I was younger.
2: Bro, <laughs> oh nice. Good job. Good job. I heard that joke a couple of times, but uh, that was good. Um, not a joke. We're gonna talk week nine at Penn State. By the way, the pace of this podcast, the beginning of this, is not a joke either. We're going to talk week nine at Penn State. That game is going to take place on Saturday, October 28th. TV and time TBD. I have a feeling this one's going to be probably 3:30. I don't think it's a noon or Seth. I don't think it's it maybe Big Fox, the Fox Big Noon kickoff. Let's just do this now.
1: We'll do it now. Let's no. look at the Big Ten schedule.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Ten schedule football
1: week Let's, nine. So we're going week nine. Week nine. nine niner what do we how do you do this i just you like, go you go to ncaa football well here's football, scroll a Week nine, conference and then you scroll to week nine and then this is wonderful podcasting this is well i mean have you ever listened to a podcast i mean
2: how many people are better than us let's be real
1: L- literally nobody okay I mean, so everybody else does it they just cut this part out is. and then they oh my god okay I love go
2: you. it's already a night game Ohio, Ohio State, Wisconsin, a night game. Peacock, yeah. NBC. You got uh, Purdue at Nebraska. That one's already slated for 12 or 334. Not 334, 330 slash four. So I think this is the big noon game just based Rough. on what I think the Penn State record or status of that team is going to be. Because uh, I don't think... I mean, Purdue might be... Okay, I do not think Nebraska is going to be any good, so I think that falls at three thirty, or maybe this is a three thirty CBS game. We'll get again. We're we're getting we're getting way ahead of the uh, off, but we play
1: them right after Ohio State.
2: Oh, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. I think the schedule winds up okay for IU. I mean, it's a very good team, which we're about to talk about anyway. So, uh, previous meeting, not a good one. Uh, November 5th, 2022, IU 14, Penn State 45. You guys might remember this because it was quite a rough day for the program. Uh Benched Baz before the – well, I'm sorry. He missed it with an injury, I think, or they didn't really say. He was just in street clothes for warm-up. That's when it all kind of broke out. Dexter Williams got his debut not until uh late third quarter. I believe he had about four drives. He was four for 11, 82 yards, two interceptions. Four carries, 24 yards. He didn't lead a touchdown drive at the end. Probably should have started in the end. I mean, hindsight is what it is. Started with Tuttle. Entered, uh, this was the week he entered the transfer portal, if I'm not
1: remembering right. Yeah.
2: Um, he went nine of 12, 82 yards and a touchdown and injured right after the touchdown drive. It was either like the next drive or the drive after that. It was right, right in
1: front of us, dude. Right it in front was of us. Gnarly. And it
2: looked gnarly. The offense looked coherent. With him at quarterback. And then they brought in Sorsby, which everybody knows I love. That was so hero Zero bad. experience. And it, it without, and they had six sacks. I didn't write this down on the outline. They had six sacks in that game. Um, Swarsby went three and a half drives, three for six, eight yards passing and an interception. So they, yeah. <laughs> when you lose QB one and then QB two is on fire and then just out. And then you've got QB three and four coming in. Usually not a good recipe, no matter who you're playing, but definitely not a very good Penn State defense. So all-time record, IU 2, Penn State 24. No ties. Seth laughs every time we do this. Both two are
1: awesome. Both two wins
2: are absolutely incredible. An absolute demolishing of Allen Robinson and company. And then uh, this stretch. So um, fun fact. Penn State's average margin of victory at home is 21 points over the last 10. At Bloomington, 6.17. 6.17. So take away the 31 point blowout last year. Six point or not even taking it away. That's including it. Six point one seven win margin for Penn State in Bloomington. This game's not in Bloomington, so it doesn't matter. So um
1: head coach. Dude, the last game was we were at the goal line. So I was at a wedding and they were playing it on the big screen because both of them were Penn state grads. Um, we got stuffed the at away, the goal lane. The away yeah, game? it was a night game.
2: Which game was. Oh yeah. Okay. So that was the crazy game. That was the uh, Pinnocks finally got injured. Yeah. Game, I think. Yes. Um, Yeah. Stuffed at the goal line. That was after Jalen Williams had like an opening drive. I think interception that he brought back to like the nine yard line. And then we took four yards to get eight or four downs to get eight yards. Couldn't get in. Yes. I think Chucky had a bad day kicking the ball. Missed two of them. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. It was a tough game. I think it was a weird score, like 21 nothing or. Yeah. 24 nothing. I think. 24 nothing, maybe. It was a tough team, dude. Jahan Dotson. We'll talk about their receivers here in just a minute, the ones that they're
1: missing. But Um, my point is remember watching at your house when it was in Bloomington, the WAP game? Mm -hmm. Like every Penn State game is very entertaining. Again, 24 to two, the numbers in the number, right? But every game is, it's either close, we win, or there's some controversy around it.
2: Oh, yeah. The WAP game you are talking. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't remember the WAP game, that had to have been 20, was that 2019? 20. Yeah. That good season, 2019 season, maybe, or maybe 2018. Um That would have been where WAP had a ghost fumble, right? Is that what it was? Or was it a... um, I can't remember. Oh, it was a face mask, right?
1: Well, he he got clearly He got killed. He got killed. There was pass interference. A targeting
2: targeting call that they didn't call. That's right. I think that's what it was. It was a targeting call. He fumbled the ball. They reviewed it. Took the targeting uh, away. And then gave them the ball. So, you know... I that, I mean, honestly, when we were watching, we we should have known what was going to happen. I mean, what an IU play that is! It's like, well, you know, he was clearly concussed as he was falling to the ground and let go, of losing the, the ball. Yeah, but it wasn't targeting. So, um, their head coach, uh, Keegan Michael Key. I mean, James Franklin, um, entering his tenth season at Penn State, he is seventy-eight and thirty-six. For some reason, that record isn't impressive, right? Is it? I mean, so an average of what? 7.8 and to 3.6. So it's, good o- it's, o- it's
1: only a six and eight winning percentage, which is, yeah, like you said, a little better than eight and four.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, I would take it, believe me, I'd take it any, any day of the week. So, but, uh, I feel like their teams have been quite good, but they've had a couple bad seasons kind of thrown in The 2020 season was awful. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think of another one that kind of hit the rails, but I feel like it was another one with Clifford. But either way, let's talk their schedule up to IU. It is a weird one. So they start with West Virginia at home, and then they play the Delaware Fighting Flackos at home as well. At Illinois, tough, I think, for them. No, no. Um, no. Iowa LR at home stinks. should be tough as well. At Northwestern. Uh, this is something I had written down, but I deleted it. They got Northwestern as a crossover game two years in a row. I'm pretty sure. So um, then they've got a bye week, and then they play UMass at home. So, And then they're at Ohio State and then Indiana at home. And then I think they go to – they can't at go Maryland. to Maryland. They might have Maryland at home. So it's, at is Maryland. it two Mar- – ooh, a little at Ohio State, at Maryland sandwich there. That could be tough. That could
1: be tough. Then and, and then they get uh Penn, or get Michigan at home. It's a tough end of the schedule. I don't think again, I don't think Maryland's any no, good. Not. But Maryland, Maryland's really good.
2: They're not. Let's go through their schedule. Let's do it. Uh is West Virginia any good?
1: No, they're no. super bad. Okay.
2: So win Delaware win at Illinois. I think it's a win, but I think yep. it's one of those tricky man. They struggle against Illinois. Remember that was it nine overtimes a couple of years yeah. ago? Yep. So what no, was, wasn't, yeah. That it was, was recently awful. Illinois team, I think that was the year before Bielama got there. Two, two or three wins at the time, I think, when they were in Happy Valley and pulled that upset off. Uh, no Iowa. Clifford,
1: no Clifford, no Clifford.
2: I went home. Not true. Not so fast. Uh oh. What do you mean, no Clifford? What are you doing?
0: He's got a brother on the team, Liam, Old. a wide receiver, redshirt sophomore. Is he big? Does he have red hair.
2: Not a big red dog. Okay. Um, Iowa at home, guys. Good win. defense. No, really win. good defense. Win. Win. Okay. Tough one again, I think. At Northwestern win. Bye week doesn't matter. UMass at home. That's a blowout. Win. Um at Ohio State. Toss. Yeah, I what uh, what? 55 45 buckeye. Ohio State. But man. Let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. Um, I'm gonna do something real quick. Seth, you wanted to say something. Go ahead. The more I look at this roster,
0: they're. Very I think good. it's a toss up. They're very good, dude. I'm. I don't, don't very think the gap good. between Ohio State and everybody else is, At least Michigan
1: and Penn State is very big. This is how stupid ESPN ESPN has as an 88% chance win for Ohio state. No
0: way, dude.
2: 88, percent. 88%
1: chance. Oh
2: my God. Guys do not, do not believe anything ESPN puts on their app. Well, I believe it, I guess news parts of it, I guess, but it'll come out about 30 minutes after you heard it the first time. So just don't believe it. Probably on X, probably on X. <sighs> Just avoid X as much as you can. Just go to Threads. Do not. You'll see me on X later. forever. Never going to get Just love. do Threads. That's fine. Never you don't do anything anyway unless you, like, troll underneath a bunch of stuff I don't follow. But either way, I was going to throw <laughs> it out. But they do play Michigan a couple weeks after they play IU. And Michigan's schedule is very easy before they get to Penn State.
1: I was going to throw they out. They already have the line Ohio out for State that game. They it. already have the line out for that game. Do you for know what, what it is? What game? Seven Michigan, and a Penn half. State. Michigan Penn State. It's at
2: Michigan or at Penn State? It's at Penn State. And it had, do they have a time yet?
1: Yes, they do. Big
2: noon. Three and a half, Michigan?
1: Two and a half, Michigan. Ooh, Ooh. Nailed that line. That's so they're bait. What's the over-under on that? 14? They don't have that yet. But, yeah, I'd okay. bet that's in the low 40s. Yeah. It's gonna 42, be 44.
2: We yeah. say that, but they've got it a heck of an offense. I th- We think. We think, according to Seth, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the world. So, let's talk about their key players. Quarterback Drew Alar, Seth's favorite player. That's what I have written down. He's a big effort, dude. He's big. 6'5", 242, does not look it, right? If you see him in the streets, doesn't look 6'5", 242, and then he takes off and he runs you over, and then you feel 6'5", 242 all over your body. Played a little bit 2022. I do know he played against IU towards the end because that was kind of a blowout. Played against Purdue, beat him pretty much. Uh, Number two overall
1: prospect.
2: Big-time five-star prospect. Uh, 344 yards passing, four touchdowns on the season. I don't know if he threw any picks. I didn't even look. Um, they've got a couple running backs that you guys might have heard of. One of them's really good, and then the other one's like really good. So Nick Singleton's the one that's really good. He's a prototypical Penn State guy. We talked about him last year. I remember talking about him, previewing the game. What did we call him? Like Saquon Barkley 2.0. The guy's built just like him. Huge thighs. Just a monster of a back. And then you've got Katron Allen, who just obliterated IU last year 18 carries, 86 yards, three rushing touchdowns. He also had two catches for 72 yards receiving. So this guy's, you could call him like, I hate this. I, I really do. Thunder, lightning, like that kind of thing. They're not really like both of them are, they'll kill you. Like both of them will just hit the corner, gone, boom. But Singleton, I guess more of a run-you-over type. Katron's one of those guys that you'll just run away from. So do you guys want to talk about them at all, either one of you guys?
1: Can I go back to Drew Lahr real quick? Sure. So depending on where you look, he's either the number one quarterback in 2025 or the number two quarterback in 2025. There's a mock draft out there on, weirdly enough, NBA draft room that has him going number one to the Houston Texans who must have had a failed C.J. Stroud experiment. We can only hope. We can only hope. Um, cool. Anything else, uh, Seth? You want to add? Did you imagine that division with Trevor Lawrence and Drew? I'm Olar. so. I'm not doing. Oh I'm, not doing that. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this.
0: Singleton and Allen are both true sophomores. Yeah. So well, I still. A, they'll be back next year
1: too. We so, talked so just, about just this. Just real quick. One more thing on this. One more Go thing ahead. on this. They have the Colts drafting two in 2025.
2: It's not going to happen. Um, we must have got a heck of a trade somewhere. But um, we talked about this last year, at least in the preview of the schedule and then probably in the preview of the game. I mean, how many other schools are keeping both of these running backs, right? But they're both studs, like absolute studs. I'm sure that they're, you know, running backs don't get drafted high anymore, right? Didn't we have one go like top 10 this year from Texas? What was his name? Bijan Robinson. Robinson, is that who it was? But other than that, I mean, that was a shocker of a pick. But other than that, I mean, these guys, they'll they'll be fine. They'll be fine wherever they're at. Um, Wide receiver, uh, Keandre Lambert Smith. You might have heard that name. He's a junior. He's just been hiding in the shadows of a couple guys like Jahan Dotson, Parker Washington. Um, But he went over 1,000 yards last year in his career. Um, I only read, I think he's like number 37. I don't know if that's impressive or not at one school to have 37 receivers over a thousand yards. Um, Big play, big play guy, not big six, one, kind of your middle of the road sized wide receiver, but the guy's quick. He can get down the field. I didn't look up his average per catch, but uh, the dude's kind of, he's, he's kind of really good. So keep an eye out for the hyphen Uh, at tight end. This guy's going to hurt us. I can just tell you this right now. Tight end, Theo Johnson. He's He was the guy that was in there before him. Seth, do you remember? Brandon Strange. Brandon Strange, that's right. So, went in the third round. Yeah, he's a stud, dude. That dude's a stud. He was big, right? This guy's big. This guy's a junior. 6'6", 264 is what the official site has him listed at. 2022, he only had 20 catches, but they went for 328 yards and four touchdowns. So over 16 yards per catch as a tight end is crazy.
1: They so, do not have him getting um drafted though they, they really? currently yeah. yeah he he has a udfa really? I, I expect I, that to change
2: mm-hmm. i mean you haven't seen him they had 20 catch i mean 20 catches i guess for a backup tight end over 13 games
1: there's so many good tight ends in big 10 this year it's a lot aaron
2: seinfeld yeah, there's a lot man um so, all right, let's move over to the other side of the ball. We're not going to talk to our offensive line. We'll talk maybe just a minute. We'll talk about one of the guys that really stands out, kind of a preseason All-Big Ten. I think he was first team or second team. Uh, we'll talk about him in a minute. But on defense, get ready for the first teamers. Defensive end, Chop Robinson, 2023, first team All-Big Ten. He's quick. He's real fast. Stud defensive end, uh, five and a half sacks last year, two pass breakups, a fumble recovery, fumble, force fumble as well. 10 tackles for loss this guy is a monster and gonna be a problem he is gonna be a heck of a matchup for bedford uh who i did find out i believe i want to say it was him right i believe he was fourth team i saw on the big 10 website i saw that imaginary fourth team that they have and i thought i saw him or maybe he was third team i can't remember which one uh at linebacker which is shocking right penn state has a good linebacker his name's abdul carter also a 2023 first team preseason all big 10 stereotypical badass linebacker at Penn State right I mean just year after year they have somebody 10 and a half tackles for loss from the linebacker position six and a half sacks from the linebacker position two forced fumbles four pass breakups you guys want to talk about him at all Seth I feel like that's your your kind of guy yeah back to
1: chop Robinson he's a borderline late first early second there you Got go.
0: Vikings at 21 in the draft I saw. Um, Abdul Carter was probably a top five, top 10 pick next year. Yeah. Um, not, sorry, not like 2025. 20, 20, like yes. Okay. Um, he is going to be an absolute stud. Uh, his 40 time is listed currently as 4.5 flat. Jesus. Yeah, he's yeah. not big, right? Is he big? That's he's like, like Ryan Shazier's size. That's like yeah,
1: Ryan Shazier fast.
2: He's yeah. like six, he's not like small, like like T right? Like, Tigray was like no. five. No, he's
0: like here 6'2, 230. I think yeah, he he's like
2: three. Your, your... I think he's 6'3, 235, 230, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So 6'2, yeah. 6'30, same thing. Um by God. And then this guy. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Kaylin King, defensive back, cornerback to be precise. Another 2023 first team preseason, all Big Ten player. twenty twenty two second team, all American. Last year he had three picks, three tackles for loss. I'm going to skip the impressive part. One forced fumble, one fumble recovery, 21 passes defended. The dude is an
1: absolute stud. Does he? They does have he him go? at the number four overall corner. So I mean, he's looking really, at I middling mean, first. In, okay. Yeah. All the right. one I saw had him uh, fifth, uh,
0: fifth cornerback,
2: see- and 29th overall. I want to see where he was, and I should have done this before, but this takes real quick. So if we just look up, um, there should be passes defended in the country where he stood third in the country. Four behind uh, Quinion Mitchell at Toledo and Teldrick Ross at Middle Tennessee State. So as far as big five, he was number one. Number one at 21 with 1.6 passes defended per game. So, the dude
0: is a stud and he's big too, right? I think he's like 6'1, 6'2, 6'1 190 I think, yeah. There you go. And uh, if you think he's big and scary, his brother, uh twin brother is a linebacker, even bigger and scarier, 6'1 246. We
2: we can't cover all of the studs I know, on I this know. defense. Like it's, it's impossible. Crazy. You know if they do have any sort of weakness, it's got to be at like a position to where you're going to be like you got to get through the entire thing, which is safety. And I'm sure the safety is incredible, right? So, but you have to get through the line and through the linebackers and past the two corners to get to anything that the safety is going to be any sort of issue with. So uh, let's get their 50,000 foot view real quick on offense. Even with Sean Clifford, pretty decent offense last year, 34th in the country total offense at uh, just under 434 yards per game. Uh, 20th in the country at 35.8 points per game um, on offense. But let's talk about what they have to do. We talked about this pregame. Here's what I wrote. You know, what? Well, let me kind of set this up. Like, where where are the weaknesses, guys? I guess we didn't talk about this pregame. We talked about it on here. What are the weaknesses? Like, where where are you hitting their offense? What is it? What If you had to point at one position group, what is it? What's the weakness for Penn State offensively?
1: I mean, you just got to get to the the quarterback. I mean, gotta I got to be a quarterback. has to it, it has to be. I mean, they shouldn't hand the ball off very often. Like they they should be running the ball. 35 times 30 game 30 times 30 35 times a game i think you just contradicted yourself they shouldn't be passing very often Oh, correct I yes, yes yes sorry sorry yeah okay they they shouldn't they should not put the ball in Drew Lar's hands very often they they should be used to this because they did the same thing with clifford so um <laughs> i don't think they'll let Drew r beat them but man yeah so
2: you know that's that's got to be everybody's plan right you shut try to shut down the two studs at running back and see what the quote unquote inexperienced quarterback can do. Now this guy and and Seth is not the greatest of football scouts of all time, but Seth has been on drew Alar for a long time. It feels like for years, you guys are in like high school. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he, this guy, I mean, he looked really good and I'm not trying to just keep jabbing at Purdue, see. but like that, that comeback against Purdue and, um, because that he was involved in that right so yep,
0: absolutely yep
2: i mean he looked sharp and he looked the part and then they brought clifford back in at the end for some reason um yeah that was uh he looks good and but he's gonna be the part right i mean can i say one thing can i say
1: one guard. go ahead he's got soft eyes oh <laughs> God, damn it <laughs> he does I, I didn't never know. Never go he, full DD. Come on. Never I, go full, I just, I, so I went, full DD. I just, I went, I went. And went did the, the accent. I went, uh, I went Google Image and, oh boy. Is he good looking though? I mean, no. He's not. He's got a little baby face to him. Drew him. He's got a real Zach Wilson look.
0: Oh, to no. Him. Oh, Doesn't, so oh mean does,
1: does, does that he looks
2: the, like? He's got the uh, kind Little of fro haircut, kind of the Patrick Mahomes. Does he have the Patrick yeah, Mahomes? Yeah, he does. Of? Yeah. Have you guys watched? Quarterback? Now I kind of hate by him. The way? Now you I kind
1: of hate him. Have you watched quarterback on Netflix? Quarterbacks is incredible.
2: OK, so they talked about the Patrick Mahomes haircut. Like yeah, and he's on like, on I got to cut this one. I got to. Yeah, cut yeah, this yeah. thing. They talk about how it's knows. like a popular thing in like barbershops and stuff for kids. Uh, Andy, where's 15? There it is.
0: So are we out on
2: him? So
1: are it we might, out on him
0: now? I'm out yeah. on
2: him. Seth's going to be in on him. I think I
0: think I think might be out on him. How he. OK, so what got me interested on Twitter, like his junior high school. I can't remember what, like, southeast or southwest Ohio scout posted something about this dude's the neck. I haven't seen this since Ben Roethlisberger. And I was from like
2: Medina from Medina. I was high like, school, bullshit.
0: And I I started watching him on Twitter and he has like the exact same body type. He has like a physical running style where he's not really going for yards. He's just like extending the play. He has a rocket arm. And I do not get geeked out about, you know, teenage, (laughs) teenage quarterbacks. Uh, uh, But this dude, he had everything for people to hear. He, He had it all. So it's a matter. I don't know if this year he's going to come out and you know throw forty TDs against five interceptions and be Big Ten Player of the Year. Um, but I definitely see that in his future. Uh, maybe not sophomore year, but I mean he's going to earn.
1: Spoiler alert. Top for five for Dubish Sportsbook. He's not on any uh, sportsbook for Heisman or Big Ten Player of the Year. Wow, not even Sing- on it. I'm saying remember, there? I'm saying for next year, not for for this year, but. Yeah. I did not look up Singleton. I should have. I can right now. while you're still covering that because he's nowhere to be found on like future. I can't get over
2: the fact that he just compared him to Ben Roethlisberger's body.
1: This poor kid. Ben Roethlisberger's body with a Zach Wilson face. Oh, this poor kid. Got a pat Mahomes' haircut. No. Oh, God. Has anybody heard him
2: talk? Oh, there you go. That sounded just like Mahomes, kind of. Um, All right, so what I wrote down was, you know, he's got plenty of help around him, and he's got absolute stud running backs. He's got good ball catchers in Johnson and Lambert Smith, right? And then his offensive line outside of, um, and I'm not even going to try his first name. I think it's Fashanu is his last name. Um, he's a preseason first team, all big 10 as well. Left tackle stud. I'm sure he's singleton is plus 5,000. Really? Hey, where is Fashano on, um, draft picks? Where's he at on the draft board anywhere? Dude, he's preseason all first big 10. He's got to be, I didn't look as a left tackle. He's got to be big either way. That's the big stud, right? Offensive line. I looked at all, all four of the teams. They did not have a lot. Outside of a couple running backs on first on any of the teams, Big Ten wise. So, um, where they did have everything was on defense.
0: So, let's talk about this. And my breakdown of their defense is is pretty Uh, good. Hold on. Fashanu is, is number eight overall and number one offensive tackle.
2: So, there you go. There you go. So, he's going, he's going first round, probably,
0: right? He has a rating of a 90 plus. There you go. Absolute 94 monster. pass blocking. Rating. What year is he? I believe a junior, a
2: junior. So he's I mean, he's, he's coming out. He's the number one. He's coming out. He's going to be a, a top 15 draft pick. He'll be top so 10. He's an absolute. I, I just didn't know where to put him. I don't mm-hmm. know how many playmakers are going to be in this draft or not, if they're going to go before him. But um, either way, let's go back to the defense. Last year's defense. And I'm not they didn't lose a ton. I don't think to the draft. I looked, they lost no linebackers. Um, I think they lost somebody off the defensive line and they definitely lost Joe. was Joey Porter Jr. last year. Yeah, so they lost Joey Porter Jr. as well. So um, 2022 rankings, 17th in the country, only allowing 323 yards per game and only giving up 18.2 points per game, which is good for 10th in the country. Again, perspective on this. I use defense, who was awful, outside of some flashes. Um, total defense, IU was 119th and 120th in points per game. Here's what I said about their defense, and then I'll let Brandon and Seth talk about it if they want to. Holy shit. This defense should be incredible. There's playmakers literally at every level. Outside of safety, I haven't seen anybody talk about their safeties, but I'm not sure anything's going to get to their safeties, so it doesn't matter. All right, what do you guys have to say? Nothing.
1: I mean, this they're just incredible, right? The offense is only gonna improve by losing Clifford. That's the best thing that that's gonna happen to Penn State is not having Clifford on offense. Um, and then uh on defense, I mean they 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 do lose JPJ, um, new Pittsburgh Steeler is gonna be a future Hall of Famer. Um that's yeah, about yeah. it. Nepotism is a hell of a, a hell of a jacket to wear in uh,
2: Canton. So, um, yeah. So let's get right to their key matchups. If Seth doesn't have anything else to say, um, I'll start because I actually did it for once. Usually I kind of skip this part and let you guys talk. Uh, I've got Andre Carter versus Fashano. So this is a, I wrote this down as a Sunday matchup. I think a lot of these scouts, not really scouts, but like a lot of these pre-draft people. I don't even want to say that, Seth. Maybe you can, maybe you can back me up on this. Um, a lot of the, the people pre big 10 season stuff like that, they doubt Andre Carter. I think he's, I've seen some stuff where some people were talking that he could creak into the first round. That's what I've seen based on some of the production he's done in prior seasons at a much smaller school. So can
0: Carter pressure a into making mistakes? What do you got, Seth? I'm currently showing him at 70 overall with a peak of 34, which puts him firmly in the early day two to mid day. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, day two. Okay, okay.
2: And and when I say that, when I've seen some people do the the first round thing, it was kind of like a bold prediction. It's like, can Andre Carter crack day one? And I mean, he can. As I said again, I, this guy's a specimen. If you guys haven't seen him in person, this guy's a monster. And if you haven't seen any of his highlights, the way the guy moves, it's incredible. So can he make a presence in the backfield? Can he put Drew Awar under pressure? You know, the only problem is Awar is gonna have some seasoning on him at this point. You know what we haven't talked about? What's behind him? Is there anybody good behind him? do, do we know this? Ooh, no, let Seth me, jump, let me No. So they're let me gonna jump to our lands. they're gonna tell him, they're gonna tell me here in a minute. So, you know, is if is there you know, we've talked about it, shut down the run, pressure Lauren to making mistakes. If you look at what IU has done to be successful against Penn State, it was pressure Clifford. It was pressure. Um, Can't think of his name, the guy before Clifford, because it's, he's been there for 37 years. So um the dude, I think. Sorely.
0: Nick Sorely. Yep.
2: Yep. Well, there was another guy in there too, when we beat the crap out of him. Um, can't remember his name either, but we, um, that's what we did. We win the turnover battle, force the quarterback into mistakes, shut down the run game as much as
1: you can, and that's what I'd like to see. I can't wait to see that matchup. Yeah, they have someone called a Bo Pribula who looks like he should be playing lacrosse. Oh, cool. Redshirt up... red freshman. I mean, again, never, never wish any 24/7. injuries on anyone. That's... Um But, yeah, this guy... This guy definitely looks like he rushed uh, rushed all the fraternities and didn't get any bids, and now he plays club lacrosse. There you go. And they've got
0: a Jackson with an X.
2: Jackson with an X was a three-star recruit from this year. Three-star recruit coming so, in. I'm trying to. So find Drew, or, this other
1: guy. Uh, Seth, Seth was right. There's no one behind him. Nobody. Okay. What are your guys' key matchups? What do you got? I have. Um, it worked. A little bit with Tuttle, but you got to get Taven out in space. Mm-hmm. Like, and, the, and you just got to be able to run the ball effectively. Like our best chance is to make, like possess the ball, like just totally take the air out of the stadium. We, we need to have, it's going to be impossible. Um, We need to have 10 to 12 plays to score. And like half the quarter off the clock.
2: Yeah. I think you're going to see that a lot. Uh, I do talk about that. I mean, it's probably next, I think. But um, I want to talk back real quick. Bo, what is that? who it was, right? Bo Pri- Pri- Pribula? Pribula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pribula. yeah. Three-star recruit. So everybody wants to talk about, oh, they got a three-star quarterback. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's really outside of LR In the last two seasons, that's who Penn State's pulling in. Three-star quarterbacks. This guys out of New York 6'2, 215 coming in.
1: It's not like they've had a lot to sell. they trotted out Sean Clifford for six years.
2: <laughs> there it is. As much hate as we can get in on Clifford, Brandon
0: is all for it. Seth, what do you got? Matchup. Well, what do you think? Of course, the first one I put was Drew Alar versus IUDBs. I mean, we've okay. talked this to death. We don't need to keep going over it, but um, you gotta make them one dimensional. Shut down the run, make him beat you. Unfortunately, he probably has the ability to do that. Um, but it's better to put the ball in his hands and force him to make decisions than you know, uh end up with singleton and allen just running for 150 yards each against you.
2: Awesome. Um, so Brandon kind of touched on it with Taven. I've got Taven versus the Penn State linebacking crew. So obviously, you know, they're they're the ones that are going to be spying him. I think at this point we should have the offense established. I do think you're going to see a lot of running out of this offense, a lot of quarterback option, a lot of uh, uh, run pass options as well. Taven's going to have to make plays with his feet. It's going to have to. I mean, Josh is going to have to make plays with his feet as well. Um, You're going against one of the best linebacking cores in the country, one of the best defenses. I think overall probably one of the top, 10, 15 altogether defenses in the country. You're going to have to control the ball. You're going to have to do it on the ground, and it's going to have to be creative. Um, I do think Camper is going to be – I don't know. I don't want to take anybody's stuff away, but I do think Camper is going to have to be uh, involved Incredible. And it's going to be Lucas as well. So, uh, Brandon, what do you got?
1: So, yeah, my last thing is they literally hurt a quarterback next year. Our offensive line cannot give up sacks. Like it, it just can't, they're going to have, they're going to be ready to pounce. Um, Our offensive line is just going to have to, to really, really buck up on this one um, because their, their line is coming. So. Awesome, Seth.
0: Yeah, no, I had the same thing, but uh my focus was more on the run game. It's the, the IU offensive box versus the Penn State defensive box. So you really have to figure out some way to get the run game established, or else uh they're gonna pin their ears back and just come after whoever the quarterback is all day long.
2: Boom. Is that it for key matchups? You guys got anything else? Two oh, each? Yeah. Cool, perfect. You guys done well. Um, before we get to our promo, let's go to I think it might be everybody's favorite part of the podcast now. Brandon's Sportsbook, What do you got? I'm sorry. Dubich's sports book. Dubich. Sportsbook.
1: There we go. So, um, they, Penn State, they are on the national championship rankings or, uh, at 20 plus 2500. Mm-hmm. So that is 26 to one. Um, I don't think they're there yet. I think Seth is, I think Seth's spot on that they're one year away from competing for that. Um, but, that's that's pretty good. Vegas has them as the tenth best chance to win it, which I, I think is spot on. I think they'll be a top ten team all year. Um, they're obviously behind Michigan and Penn State, or Michigan and Ohio, Ohio State, State, which is for trash. to win the Big Ten. They are plus six hundred, which again I think is I think is fair. Um, here's the interesting one: if they can go one and one. They can go one and one against Michigan and Ohio State. They're plus three hundred to make the playoff. Like if they go eleven and one and don't play in the Big Ten Championship, I think they could make the playoff at eleven and one, and you're getting four to one odds. That's that's my play in the Dubin Sports Book is yeah. Penn State plus like a- three hundred to make the playoff that's pretty
2: good man i mean you've Do got you have their win total oh sorry oh i i bet you it's got to be it's got to be nine, be nine ten, and a half right it's, a half? Half.
1: it's it's nine and a half nine and yeah half. Nine yeah because yeah. they've got ohio
2: state and michigan both at ten
1: and a half right yep hmm and it's right. not good. They have nine. They have nine and a half at minus one thirty-five. So Vegas, Ooh. Vegas is just saying they're winning ten games. Yeah, like that, that's Vegas saying no one is taking the under on this Ooh. one. But they're non-conference. They're gonna walk through
2: their non-conference. I mean, if you guys said Ohio or West Virginia is bad, and they've got West Virginia at home to start the season they're going to blow them out and then they're going to walk Delaware and two. UMass,
1: yeah. Delaware and UMass. Yeah. I don't
0: ever want to hear anything about IU schedule. Ever. Penn, yeah. Penn state does have a habit of playing down to competition from time to time at that Illinois, at, which is what it, I was telling you. Illinois is a, as bad as we think Illinois might be this year is I, I was I, I a sneaky mashup for them. Defense, and, and Iowa might be tough too, but yeah, I that
2: defense it. at home is, or that defense no matter where they're playing, to be honest, but that defense against that defense is going to be a heck of a matchup. Do you have anything else, Brandon?
1: Uh, just, I mean, um, they only give IU a 5.4 chance of winning this game. Who's they? ESPN, ESPN.
0: We, which we've just established. We don't listen yeah. to.
1: But anyway, I I might, before the end of this podcast, put in my ticket for Penn State to make the playoff.
2: I, if I have money in one of these 13,000 <laughs> sports books, I will do the same. Um, But before I do that, let's take a super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout, LEO10 at checkout. That's it. Hey, you know what? If you guys are tired of that promo, you guys are tired of listening to that promo, guess what we've got for you? We've got a Patreon now. Just set that up. You won't have to listen to that promo anymore. I'll just cut that puppy right out of there. So we talked about it last week. Five bucks a month. Here's what you get. You get a free, exclusive to Patreon members only. I've not designed this anywhere else. L.E.O. podcast sticker, new logo sticker only for patrons and then exclusive merch to roll out before the first game. It's going to be awesome. These guys don't even know about it. Breaking news to my producer and my co-host. So there you go. We will shout out, shoot out and shout out that link at some point, probably on the uh, show X stuff that we do, I guess. And then uh, on Threads. And if you guys aren't on Threads, you're on Instagram. It's that easy. All you have to do is download the Threads app, sign you right up, it uses all your Instagram info, connects it, boom. You guys just need to follow us because we are moving. So there you go. That's it for me. Do you guys have anything else that you want to? Oh, we got somebody, didn't we? We got to commit since the last time we talked, right, Brandon? I don't think Brandon's, we con- Brandon's confused. We got somebody. Let me look. Let me do this stuff. Maybe we didn't. Maybe I'm just talking out of my butt. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so, man. Seth keeps doing all this stuff. I mean, you guys can keep talking. It's your your part of the podcast
1: here, Brandon. So,
2: all right. so Brando's Randos.
1: Yeah, we'll get in. We'll get into Brando's Randos. Um, so, JJ McCarthy um, is draft eligible this year, but if he comes back, you know I gotta have a quarterback I root for, right? So, should I root for Drew Ellar or JJ McCarthy? Or somebody else. Come on year. in. The water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're we're all we're all uh gonna be on the Taven train. I think I think Taven's got an arrow up. I think he's gonna become um a Big Ten favorite. But uh but yeah, I mean I'm I'm kinda between them. I think JJ comes back, um just because I think he could be the top quarterback. Um him and Drew Larr could potentially be the two best quarterbacks in the country if they come back for 2025. But, um, but yeah, I got, I got to drool over somebody after Talia leaves and, and Drew just, just might be the guy. Um, All right. Uh, My next Brando Rando is. Hold on before you get there. Sorry. Yeah. Are you guys concerned that they haven't named anybody starting quarterback yet? No, Tom Allen plays the secrecy game. It's it's old by now. Thank you. It's old by now. Yeah. He'll do it. It'll
2: either be at the beginning of fall camp or it will be about a couple weeks, which I
1: think I read on peaks.com
2: was August 4th, I think. Next week. Yeah. Next, uh, what is that? Next Friday? Yeah. Next Friday.
0: Yep. But it's fun to text you that in the middle of the week and get you guys riled up. No, no, it doesn't rile me. We we already
2: know.
1: (laughs) I'm chill, bro. Yeah. No. No. So no. Near. Ryle. Who do you think of when you think of a Penn State football player? I think like we've had this question before. John
0: Carter of? and uh LeVar Arrington. It's got to be LeVar Arrington, right? Yeah. Think of Kerry Collins. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: Check your privilege, bro. Come
1: what on. A, yeah. What about Tamba Hali? Ooh. <laughs> What about? forgot uh, completely about him. Hold on, what? Is one, one more. I got one more that your guys are both gonna have a similar reaction. Don't do Curtis it, Curtis Enus. It better. Yes, not be. yes. Oh, <laughs> Curtis Enos. Curtis oh, he was. Enos. He
0: ruined a year and a half of my childhood. Oh God. And not calling him penis Enus as an eleven-year-old <laughs> was
1: impossible. You, you you had to. You <laughs> had to call him penis Enus. Penis Enus. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, All right, hot take time. Hot take time. Go ahead. Penn State has the best Big Ten environment. Go ahead, Seth. Buy it. Man. Right? Because you got, you got the horseshoe. You got which I the think big is overrated, house. You got which Camp is Randall. Yeah, the big house <sighs> is quiet. Yeah, Camp, Camp Randall's, Randall's tough, dude. That would
0: be the sleeper. Camp Randall's tough. Whiteout um,
1: at Penn State. I think as, a, beats gotta a night. It's got to be an S tier,
2: S tier of all of
1: college football. All of college yeah. football, S tier.
2: It's got to be a night out, though. I can't be like a. I think no. what's going to be a game, yeah. twelve o'clock, a twelve o'clock whiteout against Michigan. It's got to be a night game whiteout, prime time. Maybe. Yep. What else?
0: So. Speaking of that, I get I'm going to Virginia Tech and they're playing at noon against Purdue, so I don't even get Sandman at night, which no, I'm bummed oh, out by. Bummed. Yeah. nobody you get cares
1: for me though. You get Sandman. I get Sandman still, but yeah. So I've definitely asked the question of who do you think of a Penn State player because it's fun. But what do we think of Penn State's colors? So they're always voted one of the best uniforms. I know. In
2: football.
0: Hot. Hey, I don't like too them. simple too yes. simple so you like, it, it's a give it, me a, give me a cartoon lion or something give me some like i don't know i yeah.
2: can't i can't do it i think i, I like them a lot you do like,
0: with me being
2: me being a fan of a team in the nfl that has very simple boring uniform. dude they're are constantly the voted worst uh, by the way no they're incredible they're Man. awful they're incredible and um I'm by mixed. the way i love the Colts uniforms and they're constantly voted as one of the best, one of the cleanest uniforms in, in the NFL, but I'm with you guys. I do think that it, they're just a little too boring, like a little bit too boring, even when they, they branch out and they did, I think they did a number against IU one year on the helmet. That feels better to me, but I don't think you can go with the full on Nittany lion like Florida Panther jumping out kind of thing. You know what I mean?
0: I love that one. Yeah. I they are it. one of the few schools that I've never had a uh, shirt or a hat of. I have I have no Penn State merch at any point. Well,
2: there's some other off the field issues that you might. Well, know. right.
0: There's a reason why I wouldn't want to wear that publicly in the last 10 years or in like a bathhouse.
2: But yeah, um, <laughs>
1: Dang
0: it. I, we said said I wasn't going to do it and we that I, said I we, wasn't
1: going to do. We, it. we made it about an hour. Um, <laughs> all right. Last one. This is fill in the blank. We've all seen PTI, right? So this is a fill in the blank. OK. James Franklin is.
0: Above average with exceptional talent. That's too many words.
2: Um, I was going to say mediocre.
1: I was going to say James Franklin is not good. Okay. So we just took stair steps down. Okay. <laughs> I okay. want him to coach at Penn State forever. I do. Yeah, I mean, we, we said say it. That-
2: you said
0: He's it. He's going to stumble on like an 11 and 2 season in the next two or three years. He's- maybe, maybe if Alar is Alar, we don't know. We just don't it's know gonna, yet.
2: He, they're going to. Okay. Yep. We don't know. They're bringing
0: everybody back.
2: Not really. I mean, they're going to potentially lose their best if, if they don't go pro. Right. They will lose, the lose their left tackle. They're going to lose their true junior, in, their true left junior. Left tackle. Yeah. Their linebacker, their corner. They all have eligibility coming back. They do.
0: But I think that they're gone. Even with what has
1: to come back. All right. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's all I got. James Franklin is not good.
0: Seth
2: Sack is he actually going to have a question here, Brandon? There's a question. Is Seth just oh, going to ramble off stuff, or does he gonna, is going to have a question? <laughs> Did you read? <Seth's, laughs> it's no, not even I Seth Sack. I don't it's read Seth's
1: statements. Yes, I
2: don't read your uh, outline. It's well, on. all right,
0: here. Let's go through the statements first. That I guess I, I've already said Sean Clifford is gone, but guess is here. His younger brother Ian or Liam, um, Kalen King, twin brother. Uh, Penn State next year preseason top three. So yeah, I guess I ended up going heavily on statements this time. Um, preseason top three next this year. Time? Yeah. This time, <laughs> <laughs> this time. All right, here we go. So this roster is filled with future pros up and down the up and down the line. Whatever the draft draft day one, draft day two of next year, lots of Penn State people. I was looking at the roster. The more I look at it, I like their roster more than Michigan, mm-hmm. and I think the gap between Ohio State and Penn State is very small. Does Penn State have an actual shot at beating either team this year? We win the show. Who do you very think? Very end the of better? the show. Holy cow! Are we ready for this? Are they gonna Are they gonna get top two, top one? Are they gonna win the East? Brandon, you go first
2: because I've got a hot take.
1: So one second I should know this I okay. should know this um so I think we get a three way tie I think Michigan beats Ohio State again I think I Ohio big. State beats Penn State and I think there's a
0: Penn State beats Michigan. Michigan and there is a Big 10 commissioner beating off somewhere hearing this dream scenario right now
1: and I don't, know how the, I don't know how that that works. I don't know how the tiebreaker works. So I that's what I think. I, Who's I really got the easier
2: non-conference? Because we haven't covered all oh, of we them are cake. Ohio Michigan, State, right?
1: Michigan, Ohio State actually goes to Notre Dame. So they Ohio have the State's toughest got of got a the three. tough
2: non-conference schedule with Notre Dame and Western Kentucky. I mean, that's tougher than literally anybody else on either one of Michigan or Penn State's non-conference.
1: Yeah. So I think it's a three-way tie. um. I, I really really do think that that Penn State could pull it off against Michigan at home
2: I think Penn State wins it all wow. I do I really do I don't I'm
1: not
0: wow. sure I think they have the highest ceiling I think they destroy Ohio state, Ohio state and Michigan.
2: Michigan I think they destroy Michigan at home I think that that game if everybody, everything stays the way that it is on paper right now everybody stays healthy everybody gets to that game. I think that they just dismantle Michigan. I don't think Michigan has the firepower offensively outside of those two running backs. They don't have what it takes to beat that defense.
0: If like, I had to guess, I think you're spot on. I think they blow out Michigan. And that oh, that get... Ohio
2: State game, I said it earlier. I was going to say it. I think that's for the Big Ten, for the East. Although I oh. do not, I do not. I think that that's the only way you're going to get your three-way tie, Seth. Because I do not think that they can beat Michigan. Because I don't like Ohio State. I don't like their team. I don't. They're having questions now about who's going to be the starting quarterback. We thought the entire time it was going to be McCord, right? Is that his name? Yep. Kyle now McCord. they're bringing up the other guy. Neither one of them has played a single snap of meaningful football. And we're like, oh, yeah, they're like a top three national champion because they've got one of the best, maybe, well, the best wide receiver in the country. But.
1: The best on yeah, Randy Moss, potentially. God, he's so good.
2: He's so good. Uh, just don't... Yeah, never mind. We'll stop there.
1: Is that it, Seth? When the, when the Colts yeah. drop, draft top five again next year, they're they're drafting Harrison.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor will go for a top five draft pick or not. I'm not sure that'll work. I don't think you get that high of a draft pick if after winning the division and going to Super Bowl. But uh, either way, be sure to check out our podcast. It's on X, Instagram, and Threads at podcast leo you find it all on the same handle uh make sure you follow our new partner at big banter sports they are on the same thing i don't know if they're on threads i haven't seen them on threads but i'm sure they are because they're they're um what are they what are they cool young kids call cool is there a different word is there like a they're tight and so not i'm sure mid. they're they're not no mid. Cap. yeah yeah no cap no cap big banter not mid they're on at Big, big uh, at Big Banter Sports. I can't get that wrong. At Big Banter Sports on all of those for all our latest updates on our podcast as well as uh, all the other people that are big bantering around the Big Ten. Yeah. Be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms. Join us next week as we badger you with the nonsenses that we preview our matchup against Wisconsin. That's all I got, guys. Uh, guys, I, I, oh, check...
1: Yeah. Check me out on Casual Big Ten on the Big Ten Network or on the Big Banter Network. Uh, and then also check me out on our sister, brother, collaborative, Often oh. Daunted. I will be on their uh, podcast uh, next week previewing the IU football team. So catch me on Often Daunted and Casual Big Ten. What is Casual more. Big Ten? What is that? Uh, It's a Casual Big Ten show. Is that it is part of it
2: That's part of Big banter It is, I think. And they 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 took you without asking. What a big time now. Yeah, I I'm mean, it's bar. not how this works. It's not how this We works.
0: refer to him as the talent for a reason. You know, I was gonna say <laughs> good luck at good luck getting paid. It all runs through my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all I got. All right. Well, right. I got I got one fun one too hang uh, up, we, Seth. We <laughs> are not hold on. This one's a good one. Why, I got actually? an outro to do, so go ahead. Keep going. We do uh, not ready to release this yet, but we'll have a very special. Um, Don't give it a piece coming up. Yeah, a little teaser. Give
2: we'll have
1: something very excited. We're going to share with you. here. Seth and I
2: are doing something with without the talent. On- <laughs>
1: That's it'll we'll it'll be the best thing we've ever put out. hands down. It'll <laughs> be the best thing we'll ever put out.
2: Maybe it'll be my. Uh, yeah, it'll
1: be great. your finest hour.
2: It'll be great. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. All right. And hopefully that's a springboard towards some other cool stuff. So there you go. Cool. That's it. you know, we did all that stuff, uh, rambled all that stuff out. Again, follow us, all that stuff, and do this, do this, and rate, review. Cool. Um, that's it. Love you guys. Elio. Elio.
1: Elio. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio.